0: Welcome back to What the Fumble. It's Adam again, saying hello to you at the start of the episode. It's usually been Colin and I doing these lately, because the team loves filling the recording sessions with as much Dungeons & Dragons action as possible, so we tend to do these midweek. Colin works mostly the same weird hours I do, and the recording equipment lives with me. Now normally I love breaking the fourth wall in comedy, but this time I gotta do it for serious reasons. This is our 55th episode. So unless you start things in the middle, it seems you've been here for a bit. We love and appreciate you for it, whether you're listening to this on release day or have sauntered across us later and you're binging your way to the top. So I got to do the annoying call to action and say we would be over the moon if you'd take the time to pause the audio just long enough to throw us some reviews if you haven't already. I'm the worst for liking the media I ingest, as I am very easily distracted, so I'm Asking, begging,
1: pleading
0: for you. Yeah, you there. You know I'm talking right to you. Please, send a link to a friend. Engage with whatever wild posts Colin may be throwing online. Hell, scroll over to our Patreon link. I know I've spent more money on less. Okay, shameless plug over. Regardless of whether you listen to my pitch or not, let's listen to all of us in episode 55 of What the Fumble.
2: What's in the box?
3: All right, Colin, we already had the pump-up song, (laughs) but you want to know what? I think having a pump-up song is important. Do you guys listen to pump-up songs before you go to work? Absolutely not. Before work? Yeah.
1: I usually, a lot of times I have to be at work at 7 a.m., and no, I can't handle the pump-up song at like 6.30 on the drive there. I just can't do it. It is eerie silence in the car.
3: Oh, man, I feel like I'd fall asleep at the wheel if I didn't have something blaring on my way to work. I spend my
1: time getting really angry at other drivers, so it keeps me awake. No, just silence and misery. <laughs> that's pretty much how I go to work <laughs> on the 7 a.m. days, in silence and misery. Well, oh, when, when
4: I open at work, I usually have to listen almost invariably to Taylor Swift, like, you know, shake it off. I don't know why, but apparently that's a pump-up morning song where I work. Oh really? Yeah, and it's just like it's too early for this shit. <laughs> like, She's telling you to shake off the cobwebs. Oh. Like the whole
1: store listens yeah, to that?
4: Yeah, yeah, it's like on the PA for oh, background man. shopping music. So oh, yeah. I I have I can't ignore it. It it's just there.
1: What's your uh, go-to pump-up song then, Miles?
3: Uh, my go-to pump-up song—I mean, it really depends on the day. Um, lately, it's been um, anything But Disturbed. Um, huh. Although I think we talked about that once before, actually. If not Disturbed, then I had a hot minute where I was listening to video game music, specifically like fighting game soundtracks. Like I had the Tekken Seven soundtrack on for a while. <laughs> uh, I've also had I've also had Children of Bodom playing. I've had. Trance, like Armin Van Buren, or... Some heavy shit. Yeah, I've had I've, I've I've had a variety of different things for Pump Up on the way to work, because it's, it's about a half hour drive into work. So to do that in eerie silence and being angry at the various drivers just doesn't quite do it for me the same way it does it for you, I guess. All right, well, if you want,
2: like, a Pump Up song that I probably would listen to, try Cooking by the Book. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a piece of cake. Make a pretty cake. Yeah. If yeah. the way is hazy. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I used to like, try to like, I, I have to drive home with music or else I'm just sad for the rest of the day. That's fair.
1: I like music on the ride home. Yeah. Mm. My, the only time I don't listen to music is on that six thirty AM. I can't handle the, I don't want to be pumped up at <laughs> that hour. Like I want to spend my first hour at work miserable and not talking to anybody. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. get the most work done. shes <laughs> I, I get tons done by 9 a.m. Tons. <laughs> I mean,
4: for me, I actually just put on a lo-fi mix on my way to work because I'm already stressed out of my mind. It's like, I got to go into work again. So I'm already awake and pumped and quote, unquote, pumped up enough. And I'm just like, I need something just to... Oh, I like I it. Think chill me out. So I just listen to a lo-fi mix. I like
1: a good lo-fi beat mix. I,
4: I think like that's it. just
3: called high blood pressure though. Not pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's pumped up in one way, I guess.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm well, I'm gonna see my doc later later this month to see what's going on, because it's like the last time I had a blood test, I think, was never.
1: So oh, wow. yeah, this is getting way too real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know who else has dwarves. a dwarf song? <laughs> yeah, dwarves. Dwarves, dwarves! Funny, adorable dwarves. (laughs) Yeah,
4: they sing songs at work. (laughs) They do, they sing songs. Motivational posters all over the place. On misty mountains cold and all that jazz.
0: (laughs) A Tarrasque hanging off of the spine of the world saying, hang in there, baby. (laughs)
1: Let's get back to her then. You guys last week... Fought a beautiful little soft-eared flying whore That was a good time Mm -hmm. Fantastic time Lucer was very sorry to see it go
2: He's got a He has a pair of ears on his belt now I'm gonna have Rena make make them in tongues for my boots now Oh, there you go
4: (laughs) Great
1: little idea If you ever see her again (gasps) Oh, no No. Dun-dun-dun She's inside the cube. <laughs> Your father was lying. Speaking of a cube, yeah, you guys uh, also met some dwarves. You found the dwarves led by this Delalgrim battle-born feller, this uh, stout dwarf with massive uh, iron pauldrons on his shoulders, war pick and shield in hand. He's dressed for war, dressed for battle, and he let you guys into... This very large chamber. Largest room you've seen in here so far. Uh, again, it was this uh, giant square chamber about 100 feet across. Ceiling's 50 feet above you. The uh, walls walls are carved down smooth. Floor is tiled. Place is full of all kinds of stuff. Barrels, sleeping bags, cots. Like, it looks like they're set up to stay. Lots of weapons. Lots of crossbows. But the details that really stood out were the fact that the shroud has moved into this room quite a bit. Like it's all along the perimeters of this room. Uh, but you've noticed already that there's like a hard stop. Like it's not able to really come any more than about 10 feet into the room. Uh, and right in the middle of the room is like Colin said A cube. A cube full of Dwarven runes. There's a depiction of uh, the Dwarven god Morden right smack on the front of this cube. And a whole bunch of dwarves surrounding it. Crossbows in their their arms. Pointing them all at you. Everybody gets kind of ushered into this massive room. This Dalgrim Bottleborn. Bottleborn. Extends his hand and says Well then, now that everybody's inside, I think it's time for introductions. I've told Tessantius here my name already, but who the hell are the rest is?
2: Uh well as I am obviously the person who should be talking to you right now. Um, <laughs> You just seemed like you were going to talk first <laughs> Let's send the racist Here we go oh, no. yeah. Um, I would like to just Just like go to shake his hand And then Turn like stiffly turn 90 degrees And just tag out to Lenara <laughs> Just like pick up her hand And just like slap it And be like alright go
0: uh, Lenara will uh, slide in behind her Hello my name is Lenara Theradane uh only half mongrel elf and on behalf of like i said earlier uh rudolph van richten i am here as his protege or one of several apparently he's got a team it's don't worry i'm working through that myself uh (laughs) we're here to find the things to cure him of his addled mind get us back up to snuff and while we're here see what's going on uh your your mind's been overrun by goblins and ogres and things I assume you don't want in here. And the tall one is Lustra. Tall one is Lustra. <laughs> Lustra, Venari. We're all Venari, uh, if he asks. Uh, it's a thing. And then we have Slash, Mononym. Correct. <laughs> that's it, yes. Uh, that's, uh, I believe, Mononym is uh, Cholton for asshole. Uh <laughs> That's canon. That's canon. <laughs> uh, yes, we are uh, just adventurers delving far too deep, as as we've heard the Bottleborns have done. Congratulations. Fantastic mind, by the way.
1: I thank you. Uh, <laughs> I have to be the first to admit, we're not the biggest fans of letting outsiders into this room. Matter of fact, I don't really remember the last time it happened, but I'll admit... My gut is telling me to believe you, Lenar. I think you're telling the truth about representing Van Richten. But, like you just mentioned, you keep the company of an elf, a thief, and a snake boy who tried to use magic to trick me.
0: Yeah, he, like I said, mononym for asshole. Uh, (laughs) Like you, trapped down here, it's all self-defense, and... Elf defense. I, elf defense, yes. <laughs> you're not helping, Tess. <laughs> hilarious. I I'm doing great. As <laughs> hilarious as your puns are. Uh, I would gather you're not used to those flying whores just uh, appearing outside of this room day in, day out, hourly, I don't even know how regularly. Or if that is a regular thing, I guess this
1: is where you've delved too deep. Yes, unfortunately it is a uh... Fairly a regular thing at this point. We've killed dozens of them already. But we're still doing all right. We can take a few dozen more, no problem. No one will take us down. You mentioned you needed more diamond. How much were you looking for? Uh, I'll be perfectly
0: honest. I am super happy to see 20 dwarves alive here. I didn't expect to see anyone alive. I thought we'd be bringing back any history we could to any relatives you have in town. I think we might be all right. At this point, my goal, and she will look over the party, stating as much to them as the dwarves, my goal at this point is to be able to be strong enough for our return journey. Now my concern is for the lives in this room, not just our own. I know... All dwarves are warriors, but how many of you are soldiers?
1: But if
2: you were willing to part with any diamonds, how much would you
1: have? Mm -hmm. As I most of us are fighters here. We appreciate the concern, but we're not going to leave this place. Whether it's days, months, decades, this is where we stay. Generations now we bottleborns have lived to protect what's in this room. We're not going to stop now. What is it that you're protecting? I mean, obviously, it is
2: probably the large cube in the center with thick iconography. But is what is worth all of your lives and the lives of your forefathers and your children? Indeed. Thank you,
1: Slash. Slash nods. He, uh, he hears some grumbling. Coming from some of the other dwarves in the room, there's a bit of a, of a mixed feelings about how much they should be telling you about this. You see, there's even mixed feelings about the fact that he let you into this room. But he's very clearly the leader of these 20 dwarves, kind of puts his arm up in the air. puts looks like a fist up in the air to, to quiet everyone down. And says, I, to be honest, I'm not really sure. No dwarf alive has ever seen what lies inside the cube in this room. Say, generations ago, when our ancestors first started digging in this mountain, it's said they found an object of ancient darkness buried here, the ancient vestiges of a great evil trapped within an amber sarcophagus. When our grandfathers realized what they had stumbled upon, They built this cube, covered it in protective runes, and prayed that Moradin would keep the evil contained. And for generations now, we've lived to protect this room. Ensure that it's never disturbed. They say evils, as great as what's inside of there, can't be destroyed. Only contained. So that's what we do.
2: Wow. Yeah. Wait, like the you said the mist stops in like uh like a very or sorry the shroud stops in like a very
1: solid like very sharp. Yeah, it looks almost like there's like an invisible barrier holding the shroud back from the center of this room, not allowing it to go any closer to this cube than about ten feet away from the walls. Is this like a subdomain of
2: dread? Like, is this like because? I know way back we were talking about the different ones and they've been like the size of a small town, the size of a giant country. But like they're they're designed to contain great evils and they found this one like is this is the basement apartment of dread? Me <laughs> I don't well, know.
3: If it was a it was a its own domain of dread though, then then why is the mist straight up just stopping? Yeah, it's contained like the yeah. domain is contained by
2: the mist. Does it look like the mist is stopping or
0: once it gets within a certain radius it's being absorbed
1: it looks like there's an invisible barrier stopping it from moving forward hmm can is there any
0: way we can tell if it's the dwarven runes and all that dwarven holy stuff or if it's what's locked inside he kind of sees you guys
1: looking around the shroud along the perimeters as i i see you're confused by why the shroud's in here honest truth is we don't know why it's here or what's keeping it back. Best of luck trying to figure it out. Maybe it's Moradin's blessings that keep the shroud at bay. Maybe it's the evil trapped within that sarcophagus that holds it back. We don't know. But, like you can see, scattered all over the floor in here, while the shroud might not be able to move forward, Any closer in this room, the horrors that live within it are. We've already been attacked by numerous creatures of the mists, and I'm sure there'll be more.
0: And the bodies that are inside here, they're stepping through inside this room, or they're corpses you've dragged into here?
1: Aye, they come barreling through the shroud, the same that's in this room, aye. Hold on.
4: I have an idea. If it's a great evil and it's its own kind of domain, I take off my rosary. It's a big if. <laughs> hey, uh, Lenara, you got the bag of holding, right? Yes. Here, take take my rosary and any mist talismans. Put them in the bag of holding.
1: Ooh, this for oh. business.
4: I'm gonna go and do my whole detect mist talismans and look around and see if there's anything on this cube. Maybe the cube is its own mist talisman. If it's its own domain, then it would stand to reason that it would have a talisman, right?
0: fair i just stand in the furthest corner
4: from you and go i mean this way i don't have to put it in the bag you're afraid of uh, thank you for the consideration sorry the i'm still getting the blood out of my ears from that very very uh, passionate puppy <laughs> uh, <laughs> <is> so cute <laughs> uh so yeah i'll just fo- i'll just focus and uh my eyes will flash up a bit and i'll cast the whole detect miss talisman and see if anything pings within this cave.
1: There are none in this room that you like aren't already aware of.
4: nope.
0: So yeah, I would have kept held your yeah. bead closest to you. So at yeah. least you know too that nothing's affecting your ability to see these as well.
4: Yeah. And so it's not a mist talisman
2: then, and there's nothing that indicates as such. No, that's. I mean, that was probably me just tunnel visioning on like on the mist a little too much it's probably the same thing and like everything's like the mist is fractioning and goes in weird places in mm-hmm. in Darkon anyway so how how long ago has was this found and then sh- uh she looks t- to linara and says do you are there is there anyone in your notes saying when any sort of fractioning started it could it be cause the effect? or are they different things Good question. Is there?
1: I think as far as, I mean, you'd be able to kind of do the math, put two and two together and realize, you know, like the last time you actually saw Van Richten in, in Waterdeep, Lenar, like one of the last things you remember him working on was the Fractioning of Darkon. So if he knew that a few months ago, then it's been at least months. Okay. Uh, this dwarf... Doesn't know for sure, though. He says, I I don't know. Are you referring to the cube or the shroud? Well, I mean, the cube seems to have some sort
2: of power over the shroud. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I I
1: don't know. The cube's been here as long as any of us know. It's our ancestors that found it. As far as the shroud down here, though, that's I maybe a month. Oh, all right. Uh, Good and bad news.
2: Is... Um. The requirement of more defense down here, what allowed the goblins to
1: invade? A combination of that and the displacement this shroud's causing in the forests. They've got nowhere better to go. They're coming down from the mountains, everywhere else. A little bit of both.
3: It would seem that this is, at the same time, a, a terrible evil, however, a powerful tool as well. Clearly, you are tasked with defending and guarding such a relic, but such a place and slash gestures widely to the shroud around and the corpses in the round and whatnot is no longer something that seems to be hidden, which I believe is one of the chief reasons it's beneath a mountain. Has there been consideration of moving it to a more defensible
1: position? Aye, there's been talk over the years, but everybody's too scared to mess up the runes that our forefathers put on this cube. That's fair. Best yeah. not to fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fair.
1: Yep. You Plus, I mean, eye. it's
2: what, like 15 feet to a side?
1: Yeah, it's massive. At least 15, maybe even 20 feet to a side. It would be quite the project to move it. But, I mean, they're dwarves. They could probably yeah. get it done, honestly. If anyone could. If anyone can, it's them,
0: but... Gonna take no. 21 dwarves to move. And unfortunately, that guy got caught under an ogre.
3: No! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Plus, I mean, there it is guarded by you know a billion traps. You guys got lucky and actually got to the end, but most people don't. Fair. This
0: that's is honestly pretty well hidden and guarded already. No, that's yeah. that explains why. Because otherwise, and uh, it, it's good to know that this is uh, your, your goal and your, your what you're safeguarding here. Because otherwise, this is just a terrible amount of
1: traps and things to protect your workplace. No, the mine's just. Uh, a front at this point keeps us with enough gold in our coffers to buy supplies and ale and everything else.
2: Tess is going to try not to look awkward when he says enough gold in our coffers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of supplies and gold and ale, specifically
0: ale, do you get regular shipments from, uh, the city? Do you, from Martier Bay, from somewhere else, uh? Under Jack Cheese. Yes, that's, uh, we, we've come across that. Apparently, it's uh, you might be able to see some between the teeth of that last whore that was killed. But if are those supply lines still running uh, within the last month since the incursion on the mine has happened? How I know you have enough for, you say, enough food for a year, certainly enough bolts. What is your concern about lasting your, your prolonged siege around this... Uh, Cube, we could... Is there anybody in town you would want us to talk to? We know this is a secret. Uh, she, she glances over her shoulder. Certainly some of your compatriots are not happy that we know. Uh, I I want to know how best to help you while keeping this as quiet as possible.
1: Uh, he kind of shrugs. I are right, there's no more supply lines coming in, but we've managed... To stockpile the better part of a year's worth of supplies. We can hold out quite a while down here. As in, that's what we'll do. There is no alternative for us. We, bottle have always lived protecting what we found. And we'll die doing the same if that's what need be. That's the oath we swore to Moradin in the hopes that the Dwarf Father will forgive our ancestors for what they've done and found. If we die at the end of the year, we'll have died protecting this cube.
0: Very noble. And doing the right thing is what we're attempting to do. And a relocation of goods is uh, all we were attempting. Uh, And she looks at the the sword uh, by Lustra's hip. (laughs) Uh, i I present the war pick i found i say if there's anything else on us if if we didn't find you these might have been lost to thieves and tomb raiders anyway i would see what we can back in the baldebore's hands and even if you pass over this year they'll have a much harder time getting it down here than they would above she'll pass over I think the only thing she has on her person right now is the war pick, and look to anybody else with anything they might want to pass along. That was the uh, like war pick plus mine. No, mine was just a generic one. I just random war pick you picked up on the off chance we needed uh, to pick at something, but we found uh, pickaxes. I go this. This will make a better weapon than uh, generic pickaxes, and perhaps. Other ones will as
3: well. Slash hands over the plus one hatchet, and with it, his sickle as well, explaining, I understand that perhaps I came off on the the wrong foot. I'm still very much learning how to gauge my own self-defensive characteristics versus meeting new people. So please, I encourage you, hands over the plus one hatchet and and a sickle. I believe you would probably have better use of this than I. However, I also think it a pity that you would, while noble in endeavor, sacrifice yourselves to a cube that beholds your god, that you might yourselves still hold greater purpose in this life, and that there is certainly much more than, frankly, dying in a cave.
1: To each his own, I guess. I can't imagine a greater purpose than dying in the name of Moradin, but... Also, you can keep your weapons. We're well-provisioned down here. I don't blame yous for what you've stolen. Anyone else would have done the same, not knowing we were down here. Any of that is forgiven. But then he kind of looks at Lustra and says, All oh, honesty, that one's going to need some help, though. <laughs> Is that Bottle Breaker you stole? Aye, that's... Oh, the sword has a name? Aye, she's cursed, too. What? Aye, Defense Against Thieves, that thing's gonna slowly drain every ounce of strength in you, Mr. Dragonborn, till you can't even lift a single fucking piece of gold out of our mine. Is that so? Aye. Slow, painful death, they say. Strength drain. <laughs> is,
4: is, this,
0: is this a new thing? This, this is like, she's talking out of like legitimate fascination and like all cons- concern for uh, Lucifer is gone for a second. It's like, is this a new thing? Is this something that's been passed down and has destroyed many thieves? Why is it called Bottle Breaker? And like, she wants to know the history of this sword if he's willing to give it
1: up. It's like, oh, it's just a clever name. And I. It's kill lots of thieves. <laughs> well,
4: I mean, I appreciate you letting me know. And Slash, if these guys, if these dwarves want to stay down here, it's their own prerogative. If the fact that they have a purpose and they know their purpose and they're willing to fulfill their purpose, that provides value for them. And it's not our place to say what they can and can't do. If they don't want to leave, they don't want to leave. I can appreciate it. I look over to... To Lulgrim, and I'm like, I can appreciate those who know their purpose. And I appreciate you guys taking us in. I don't expect that for free. I'm more than willing to, you know, hand things back to you. You know, I know it's sort of stolen in the first place. Here, but have as- Bottle Breaker back.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> the sword. Uh, good luck with that. Have you tried throwing o- throwing it away yet? No, I haven't. It's just going to show right back up a few moments later in your bags.
0: Oh, this is fascinating. Oh, that's cool.
1: Aye, when he dies, it'll show up back in the room where we keep all our gold. And a there's A convenient no, little thing.
4: No way to lift this curse, is there?
1: I mean, there's people out there who can do that kind of thing. No one here, though. Looster <laughs> L- just
4: kind of his shoulders slump over. There's and
2: like it- a very like decorated looking like, dwarven priest over in the corner and just like, just, like, trying to hide behind <laughs> you <know>, the <laughs> clue away. Yeah, no one over here can help you.
1: Not a single one of us.
4: But after Looster, you know, slumps his shoulders, he kind of puffs his chest out after the realization. You know what? I couldn't move that ogre because of this damn sword. That's why in that pedestal was this damn sword. i am actually got plenty of strength. I just got to lift this curse. That's
2: what it was.
1: Hey, it's killing you. <laughs>
2: hey, oh, do you even lift this curse? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It looks at your sunken eyes, too. It's like, I see it's already working. I give you a week to live, thief. <laughs>
4: Great. Look, <laughs> <Well>, I've... <laughs> you know what? That's, <laughs> that's still, like, six
1: more days than we had in Dominia.
2: Honestly, that's kind of fair. Yeah.
1: I, I I kid about the thief thing. I honestly wouldn't expect anything else from anyone. It's, you didn't know we were here, and you thought it was... Free for the grabbing. I don't blame you one bit, but that aside, you're fucked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's taking at least a little bit of joy out of it. (laughs) He's making lemonade.
2: It's working as intended. (laughs) Uh, He doesn't have to be mad. He knows there's already vengeance. So, uh, if we happen to come
0: across more resources on the way out, would you rather us turn back and, and leave them here for you, for the future generations, hopefully, or try and... Use that uh, bounty to resupply you and send some
1: dwarves to this mine. I don't send anyone towards this mine if you can avoid it. We've got enough to last quite a while.
2: Well, uh, Tess sort of like leans in to Linara and says, And the, the shroud was coming towards this place rather quickly. I don't know how much longer these dwarves have before they're completely cut off. Aye, that's that's my concern as well, so I'd like them to have as
0: much as they can before they're caught in a bubble.
1: Aye, we do appreciate the concern, but we're more than well-stocked. We've answered a lot of questions, though. Tell me more about healing this Van Richten. He's said to be one of the greatest healers there is, if anyone might know why the Shroud can't move any closer in this room or why it's covering all of Darkon. I imagine it'd be him. What happened to him? Uh,
0: How to put it delicately, I I don't know how he was quite captured, but when he was, he was dragged to... I'm going to say one star on Yelp. The worst asylum there was. Terrible medical treatment. I think they were trying to do more harm than good, to be perfectly honest. And a uh, dark lord of a domain of dread tore his psyche apart as much as possible before, I think, making him a play toy for... Who was it again? Was it Aslin? I don't know. He has a lot of enemies in the uh, domains of dread. And I... I think all we had was uh, the initials on that note still. I know, ending Van Richten's life, uh, anybody can kill him. But it's finishing him that's the important thing. And if somebody just stabs him and steals his glory, I think there's going to be a lot of powerful players who are quite pissed off. So, yeah, if if there's somebody in uh, the Domains of Dread... Controlling another Dark Lord? I think Van Richten found something that another one did not want to see found. Or just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Either way, he's got a sharp mind that will help an uncountable amount of people in an uncountable amount of realms. So I aim to get the two materials we need to restore his health back. We have one with diamonds, and now we need pond scum.
1: Honestly, if everything you say is true, then before you leave here, maybe it's us that'll provision you. You're welcome to stay here and rest. Are any of you hurt by the way we have healers that can help you, food and ale, to help you pass the time while you gather your strength? Or, or some lose of us, it. yeah. <laughs> Or lose it. That's right. I forgot you had Bottle Breaker. Oh, you're <laughs> fucked. You want a drink?
4: <laughs> yeah, that sounds about good. Um, yeah, if there is anything I can do, though, like I said, I don't expect this for free. Um, I do appreciate everything you've done, but let me know. I'm not sure if there is anything.
1: If there's anyone who can figure out what's going on, it's Van Richten, and we're happy to help see him come back. To good health.
2: Seems like they're making an investment in us, so we can make an investment in Van Richten.
1: Assuming you don't cause any trouble over the next couple hours while you rest your heads. As far as the king, Azalin Rex, all the rumors we've heard is he's dead. Interesting.
2: Well, the Rex crown don't seem to think so.
1: Hmm... Most of the people in Darkon, you know, they live their lives normally. They don't really understand what their king is, do they? But if you're all here on behalf of Anrichton, then I'm sure you know as well as I do that Aslin Rex is the Dark Lord of this domain of dread, and Dark Lords don't just die. If, and when they do, the mistress bring them back. Death would be too easy of an escape for the Dark Lords, so the mists always bring them back to continue ruling over their own prisons. But if Azelin Rex truly is dead and not coming back, that would explain the fractioning of Darkon, wouldn't it? and the appearance of the shroud within its borders. A domain of dread without a dark lord. Why, it doesn't have much use at all, does it?
2: Tess's eyes are going to inadvertently just, like, glance over to the giant cube. She gets, like, a contemplative look on her face. Then she, like, shakes her head. Just says, no, no, I didn't think about it, DeSanthius. That is... Way
1: too crazy. What are you thinking about Elf? Trying to get in our cube? Good well, luck with that.
2: Well, you were just saying yourself that the lack of a Dark Lord was what was causing these mists to retake this place and destroy everyone's lives. If If what it needs is a Dark Lord to rule, then what power did your ancestors find here?
1: I see your point, but I've always heard the domains of Dread are, in a way, created around their dark lords. Hard to simply move in and replace them. And maybe the rumors aren't true. Maybe it's something entirely different. I don't know. Maybe they're right, though. Maybe he is truly dead and now Darkon has no purpose, no reason to exist.
3: It makes me wonder, do the Mists need a Dark Lord, or do the Dark Lords need the Mists in order for this current state of affairs to continue? Mm.
1: Answers I'm sure your Richten would know.
3: Also, probably yes to
2: both. That's just me. The Mists do seem codependent. Tell me
0: about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I ask him where the best corner is for us to uh, just put our heads down to be safe from the mists, and also crossbow bolts and out of everybody's way.
1: As everyone here is a trained fighter, you won't be shot on accident as long as you don't cause no trouble. Yeah, it's it's more the on-purpose, but I (laughs) do not
0: want to cause any trouble, for sure.
1: Any spot should be fine, as long as you don't mind the crossbows just pointed at you. (laughs)
0: They are very well-designed
2: crossbows, I must
1: say. Aye, thank you.
2: Uh uh yeah. is starting to change her opinion on dwarves. This is delightful.
1: <laughs> um Do any of you require healing while uh while we're on yes. the topic? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, Lustra would. Just he, hit points or he uh yeah, unfortunately so he calls for uh the healer. Her name is Ingrid Bottleborn Uh she's wearing like that same chain armor as most of the other dwarves here. Have on, she's got these two big old war hammers, like, strapped to her back, forming this big old, like, X behind her shoulders, you know? Uh, Her uh, red hair flowing down past her knees, wearing it loose without any braids at all in it. Face covered in battle scars, though. Uh, But she pulls out a healer's kit and can heal everybody here once, if anyone wants it.
0: I will take a... Free heal, sure.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lennar, you get healed for nine from this Ingrid.
4: Excellent.
1: Looster, you want one? Yes. Uh, math, 13. Damn. Oh, Damn. You That's know what like
2: half a winged horror attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Tess could use a little bit of hit points.
1: Yeah, if you're not topped off, 10 for Tess.
2: That's perfect. Solash doesn't need any. He's oh. His hit dice actually did well on the last short rest. good. good. Plus, you barely have any hit points to begin with. Exactly.
1: So. <laughs> it doesn't take a lot to get you back up there.
2: It does not. Percentage-wise, every heal is so valuable for him.
1: <laughs> so I can tell that you have had a rough go of it so far and could probably use the skills of someone more capable of us, but uh, maybe it's the best we can do. Hopefully it helps you sleep a little bit better tonight. It shall. Thank you. I appreciate it. Is there anyone
2: in your camp who requires assistance or healing? I know, I mean, I know you have Ingrid, um, but I mean, I have some skills as well.
1: Yeah, you kind of like look around, looks like Ingrid's gotten to any of the fresh wounds. It looks like, you know, maybe every couple of hours, really, they probably have to fight off this, a random flying whore. Luckily, there's enough of them that Pretty much just takes a volley of crossbow bolts and it goes right down, but every now and again someone takes a swipe and uh, she heals him up, but uh, he says, I know she's got it under control for
0: now at least.
1: There's no one
0: blind and deafened, paralyzed or poisoned.
1: I'm afraid not. Okay, that's
4: shame. Shame. (laughs) Lucid's going to put his head down and be like, I'm just going to rest for a bit.
1: (laughs) He takes, uh, a big meaty dwarf hand, and slaps it across Lucra's back and says, Don't worry about it too much, Dragonborn. I knew a guy who lived three days before Bottlebreaker <laughs> killed him. So, yeah, you're going to be fine. you got plenty of time. How many days have you
4: had it? Uh, this is, I think, the second time I've bed down with it. Oh, well, you got at uh, least one more. You've got
1: at least one more, I'd uh, say. Us, us
4: dragonborn are our hardy folk. I'll be able to take this for a while. Aye, that's
1: the spirit. Did you just cough up a scale? <laughs> are you tarnishing? <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's just how my body has scabs and such, okay?
2: Oh, God, he's covered in scabs? That's worse.
4: <laughs> hey, I don't make fun of how you look, okay? I don't make fun of how I look. Wow. Lustra,
3: I know that I'm good with my words, but you look like shit. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty accurate. Not normally.
0: Normally, you look fantastic, and that's why we're concerned.
4: I'm glad I know why I'm feeling weak, but I'm my patience is kind of thin, knowing that now. So, uh, so speaking of being less
0: shit, Slash, come over here, and she's going to dual cast uh, lesser restoration and get rid of one stress on each of us.
1: <gasps> oh. Ooh.
2: Ooh. And lesser restoration removes one stress per cast.
1: I believe correct. So. That is correct. A lesser restoration. How does that work again? That costs you a spell slot and some sorcery points. Spell a-
0: slot. Since it's level two, it costs me two sorcery points. Gotcha. So I have a single first level slot, and that's it.
2: Hey, that's all you need. Yeah. On the off chance things go tits up in the s- sleep time. Hey, if you have a chromatic orb cast, then I think we can win any fight. So, there we go. Yeah, that's that's all we need.
1: Well, what is uh what is the current plan these dwarves seem non-hostile so far. They seem, you know, now that you've kind of dropped the Van Richten name and have let them know you've persuaded them and convinced them that you're on the good side of things essentially. They seem perfectly willing to let you rest here. They have no plans of leaving, but what what is your plan? Do you rest here? Do you? That's their prerogative.
0: So basically, everything. Uh, Dalongren
2: Dalogram
1: It's uh it's a weird one uh D A L O L G R A E M
0: Bottle born.
1: He's Dalalgrim. Dalalgrim.
0: I I even have it spelled phonetically, and I can't pronounce it without going into my terrible (laughs) dwarven accent. Uh, All of our... We're we're talking to him. Like, are we keeping him up from anything? Or he's happy to talk to us?
1: I am happy to spend my watch talking. All right. Keeps the time going by, I suppose. It is kind of late, and I'll admit the... uh, uh, the little fight you just had outside woke everybody up, but you kind of look around too, and like dwarves are, are going back to bed. You definitely woke them up, but there were people on watch, and Delalgrim is one of those people. All
0: right. Uh, she will recant basically everything we've seen in the mine. I don't think there's anything Lenara would want to hide and give a layout of what we've seen. Especially mentioning that waterlogged door, which we never went past. Letting him know there's mimics and ropers, so, you know, the quote-unquote natural predators are back in. Unless that's part of their traps, too. God only knows with these dwarves, they seem pretty I
1: know. uh, It does seem to kind of double as that, though, doesn't it? So, not that bad, I suppose. Could be worse. Like I said, we have no plans of leaving this room until the Shroud goes away, so... Uh. Fuck it. Put dragons outside this door. For all I like uh
2: She'll she'll chuckle hardy at that. Lustra, <laughs> do you have any sources? <laughs> <laughs> do you know a guy? I don't know. <laughs> uh, she'll just let him know, <laughs> yeah, laugh and smile, and
0: uh, let him know just just to keep an extra wary eye. Uh, there's been a lot of things hit with rocks that shouldn't have, uh, and a few things that should have. Uh, but she's curious what's behind that waterlogged door. If he. Is proofy and willing to give us the information. How much further down in the mine is there?
1: There's, oh, I, I think I know the section you're talking about. I. It's just the waterlogged remains of a storage room. There's nothing else past that. You might find a couple tools still, not r- too rusted up that you might be able to use them. But I, just a storage room. Sharks got it.
4: Uh, what <laughs> can you tell me about a bagpipe wielding dwarf? <laughs>
1: Oh, Reginald Bottleborn. The ghost of Reginald Bottleborn. You got past him, did you? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Ayy, he pipes a hell of a reel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Deception.
2: I enjoyed the music so much. (laughs)
1: It's like rainbows and bunny rabbits listening to them bagpipes. It's the most beautiful sound.
2: Cotton candy for the ears. Oh,
1: it's amazing.
2: So good.
1: Hey, the ghost of Reginald Bottleborn.
0: Well, his haunted bagpipes or whatever is in that case still remain. Oh, that's Uh, good. He'll be happy. That's (laughs) good. On the off chance that's, you know, zaps somebody's musical talent
1: or such. Aye, hey, those things are worth a hell of a lot, that's for sure. We'll leave them there.
2: I...
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's Colin talking. I was going to say, Colin, you're playing a monk, not a rogue. <laughs> uh,
0: she'll also mention the fool's gold um, trap that zapped some of our strength and stress points.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, that's,
0: that, is, that is quite good. I'm hey. impressed. I think we even didn't look at it, and it still had an effect. Do you know of any, like, bypass on the way back, or are we just going to have to hope for the best?
1: Aye, we've got some clever little tricks that we'll teach you before you leave, assuming you don't do anything stupid overnight. are you
2: making eye contact with me there, Justin? (laughs) 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 So are there, like, hinges on this box, or...?
1: (laughs) Truth be told, I'm sure you have figured it out already, but most of the traps in here don't activate for dwarves. I feel there are some weird. workarounds.
4: Actually, what about, uh, Tess, what about your, your weapon, your bone saw?
2: What about it?
4: The fact that we ended up coming across a ghost of a dwarf, and then that ghost turned into your sword and turned it black.
2: And not giving it back, Lustra.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying to Olgrim, would you happen to know of anything like that? We stumbled across a ghostly dwarf at a forge.
2: I mean, it's like literally right outside the front door. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. Hey, like, his first. name's
1: Thurgrill Bottleborn. Greatest smith the Bottleborns have ever had. You're saying you killed him? Or defeated his undead form, however you want to put it.
4: Yeah, and then his remains flew into... Tessa's weapon. Tess will like
2: sheepishly.
4: I'm just saying is that if we have things like, and I grimace at my longsword, things like Bottle Breaker around, I'm just wondering, are we going to expect a
1: equally lovelier or worse treat from that? He shrugs. Says, I, I don't know, be honest with you. No one's ever defeated him in combat. If he chose this weapon as his last work of art, if you will, then honestly, I don't know. Probably, though. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> fucked, too.
2: <laughs> Great! I'm, I was just hoping to find that out at a happy, accidental time. I'm sure it'll be fine.
3: I was just waiting for just waiting for you to be like,
2: Oh, I don't know, never killed my ancestor myself. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, so Lash will go up to Tess, you know, sort of clap her on the shoulder, and just be like, it's probably because you have the most imperfections. But that's okay, he's trying to fix them.
4: Uh, Delolgrim, so you here in this mine, I'm sure things went back to the city Um, is there any contacts that you have in the city that you know, we might be able to hit up in the event of our course, let's say we get thrown off course and we need extra allies to help heal Van Richten, is there any other names or contacts in the city?
1: Uh, All our close allies are right here with us uh, there's people we know in the city, people that have bought our diamonds, that kind of thing, sure. Okay. But no, there's there's nobody I can I can send you to if that's what you mean. I don't
2: Is um do you know? Would you have any connections to the Weavers Guild? Any employees or anything like that?
1: I, the Weavers Guild, uh we've we've had a couple uh Trades with them. Not too much, to be honest with you. They're, uh, they own all the farms on the other side of the raining road on the way to Martira Bay. They're run by a half-orc named Voth Stonesnout. Stonesnout? Voth, V-O-T-H, Stonesnout.
2: That's cool. So if we were to... <laughs> What are what are, what am I why am I being cagey? There's spuma vitae that we need to create a potion to assist Van Richten, and apparently there's a lot of it sourced within the Weavers Guild's farms themselves. Aye. Uh if we want to go in and get it, it would probably be trespassing is what we've been told. Is there any uh I don't know, like could you like write a, a letter of reference or something to maybe get us an in so we're not just running in and then antagonizing the entire guild.
1: You're welcome to use my name if you think it'll help, but I can't imagine it will, to be honest.
2: Well, I mean, it's, if like it's I, a name they've heard before,
1: maybe it would help. Like I said, I've only done business with them once or twice. We, we don't really re- require the Weaver's Guild too often. That's fair. That's fair.
2: Worth a shot. Uh, and I mean, it's at least you don't have a bad relationship with them, so that's good... Usable information? Aye, no, that's the spirit.
3: Yes. Tell me, Delalgrum, before we came into this cave, we had one more in our group. And it pains me to see him taken by these mists. However, it would seem that something that continues to haunt and chase us in our escapades around Darkon is this concept of a shadowborn. Are you familiar with the term at all? The shadowborn family. Aye i've heard the name and what what is so important about them i'm i'm unfamiliar
1: important uh, that i don't know all i know is that it's an old bloodline in these domains nobody you grew up with perhaps was a shadowborn
3: of sorts or wasn't a shadowborn clique at school maybe <laughs> i am
1: afraid not born in the mountain lived in the mountain
2: Quality dwarven awesome. heritage. Mm, mm. Wow. It's sort of like what we say. Born in the forest, die in the forest. No? Oh, sorry. That's. I guess that's just a cultural difference. It must be an
1: elf thing. Yes.
2: Yeah, I was about to say it's probably just a dwarf thing about the mountains. It's. Uh, I mean, um, you dwarves do live for a long time. And I mean, I feel like all of us see Van Richten as the sort of a great old amount of knowledge because he has researched everything for his entire life but you've lived in dark on your whole life what was it like before did you know any do you know of his family of his
1: of what it was like before he came to prominence van richten's family no i'm afraid not i've never even met the guy just heard the name his name is well known around these parts for sure Say he's the best healer and alchemist that's ever lived in Darkon, but never met him.
3: It would also seem that there are those out there that would see him, as we've alluded to, not just dead, because it's easy to stab a man, but destroyed and otherwise erased from history. Is there any particular groups that we should be leery of mentioning the name Van Richten? Aside from the Kargat and the Kargatain
1: and uh, the x and the Rex Crown, he kind of shrugs. As other than the Cargat and the Rex Crown, no, I don't know of anyone else. But hey, those are both groups you should stay the hell away from.
0: Lenara is looking back and forth between Mister born and Tess uh, as as these conversations are going. And then she thinks of the uh, the hatred and racism again and goes, "Oh, right, there's like a shrine to elves past the shroud uh, to the I think it was North." East of Darkon or oh, something yes, like I that. believe that was
3: to Ezra, if I recall. Yeah. Aye, the
1: Nevatar Springs, it's far out to the east. As far east as you can go in Darkon, they say. Aye, that's where all them elves live. A lot of people think it's their fault everything going on with their crazy elven magics. Just kind of like... <laughs> and gives the evil eye to Tess. Slash gestures
3: broadly at the cube in the middle of the room. <laughs> These are
1: good dwarven magics. <laughs> We're talking about evil elven magics.
0: <laughs> Our evil elven magics are hardly with so many beautiful right
4: angles.
2: <gasps> that sounds awfully bigoted. About-
4: <laughs> uh, do you know when it comes to Rivalis? I believe that's a city a bit more south of here.
1: Aye, more of a town than yeah. a city, although I do think it calls itself a city. That's where all the underjack comes from.
4: all well, the underjack comes Aye.
1: from Aye, run by a little halfling named Tomlin Wigglebrick. <gasps> wow, he runs the town now? Aye, he's the chief constable. Wow, we met
2: his aunt,
1: actually. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Grows carrots. Oh, does she?
2: Out of
3: corpses.
1: Oh, that's not good. Did you have one?
3: I... It was named Matilda. <laughs> 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 there
4: were yeah. tears. A goodbye. Uh, but yeah, about about rivolous, uh what can you tell me about the commerce there, like the business? Cheese. Cheese? It's all cheese?
1: Mostly cheese. Cows for the cheese. Wheat to feed the cows for the cheese.
2: Dark on Wisconsin. Aye. Aye. Wax to cover the cheese.
4: Aye,
1: that's important. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, would you happen to know the
4: name of the largest business there?
1: The Underjack <laughs> Cheese Company.
4: Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming it's probably this one big building, probably. I see
0: a
1: theme. I've never been. You know
0: what? I enjoy a good drink. Where do you get most of your ale from?
1: Uh, these barrels we brought down. Uh, we've brewed most of it ourselves. Fantastic. A couple imports, but not many, and a year's supply of ale for twenty dwarves <laughs> it's bigger is bigger like, than the cube. It's way bigger than the cube. <laughs> <laughs> it's way bigger than the cube.
2: Yeah, the room is actually like four hundred by four hundred, <laughs> right. and but we just perceive it to be like fifty by just fifty. The rest in is
1: in by barrels and barrels of ale. Hell yeah, that's the
3: dream, man. Uh, I will say that. It's gla- I'm glad to see that you're as well-stocked as you are. When we were traversing this mine, we also noticed some underwater portions within the mine itself. It seems like there must be like a water table or perhaps a river that runs through this mountain, which suggests to me that there perhaps might be another exit. Is there any other exit than the one that we came in? I mean, or the one that we
1: can- not that I know of. No, all the waterlogged tunnels are just places we decided it'd be best to collapse the roof, really, once things really hit the fan and we decided our best course of action was to come down here, we blew a few tunnels.
3: That's fair. But only one way in and one way out. Aye, easier to defend. Mm. Mm. Pointing all your crossbows in one direction. Aye. Since you've been so kind to us, uh, I feel like a little bit of trivia might be important here given... The nature of the fracturing of... Oh, trivia! Indeed. Love trivia. We do it every Wednesday night. (laughs) (laughs) There seems to be something of a nearby domain of dread that has some very particularly dangerous seagulls. Um, Seeing as you are dwarves, you are particularly well-equipped. And again, he gestures towards the ale... Uh, to handle said seagulls, because they simply turn into what we have come to know as cerebral vampires. Have you encountered anything of the such around? No, but that sounds horrible. It certainly is. Uh, However, something that they cannot hold is their liquor. (laughs) Ha!
1: Pansies! (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me you're scared of these things? Well,
3: if they can certainly get their teeth into you, they have no problems whatsoever draining the spinal fluid out of your... Spine.
1: oh that doesn't sound pleasant. eh? It's
3: one of Tess's many imperfections at current moment. Just a thousand yard stare. (laughs) Uh, They can also walk in the day.
1: Oh dear. But then they don't like alcohol. No. You know how
4: how holy water deals with normal vampires? That's what alcohol does to cerebral ones. Madness. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Regardless, I tell you this trivia in an effort to pretend perchance help you defend against this fracturing because it seems that this particular domain was moving back and forth with your own Uh, I'm not sure if you've noticed any poofy white shirted undead looking creatures walking about on the docks that don't frankly look like any gestures at himself and Lustra because I'm sure at this point they both look pretty disheveled and basically undead Um, I
1: know we haven't been to Martira Bay to see the docks in a long time Hmm, I see.
3: They've
2: been in this room defending it.
1: Aye. Sounds like we're safe in here, though, if they don't like alcohol.
2: (laughs) That's a very good point. Um, would you be willing to part with any so we could be safe out there? How much?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna let you take that back, Elf. (laughs) How much?
2: (laughs) Um... do we still have that thunder mug, the tiny, the the mini keg?
1: The thunder mug.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it. I don't care.
1: Wasn't that Merlin's? Yeah, yeah probably. it was. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm just assuming that any of our liquor containers it wound <laughs> up less, in his. Yes,
1: I think Lenore had like a bottle or something. But most, yeah, he, Merlin unfortunately left with his own. There's no way he left behind his liquor containers. There's oh. no way. Oh, for sure. If he
3: knew this was here, he'd be digging through the ground. (laughs) Slash will root through the bag of holding and produce one of Otto's buckets.
0: (laughs) I have a bottle of wine that clearly is inferior to dwarven ale. If you would top that up, just so when uh, hopefully having a nightcap and the headache hits me in the morning, I can hair of the dog. That would be appreciated.
1: I will fill you a bottle in that bucket. (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) This is truly dwarven hospitality right here.
2: Well, Mr. Bottleborn, I, I'm i sorry for eviscerating your ancestor. And uh, thank you for your hospitality. I don't know. Do we want... Is there anything else we have to ask these you oh, Are you going to do
1: that awkward thing where you say goodbye now and then you rest here for eight hours well, while we sit next to you?
2: Well, I mean, I don't... That's a good point.
1: I'm sorry. No, I'm good with that. (laughs) I'm good with it.
3: The maritime goodbye. Solash leans over to Lenara. Am I this awkward
1: when I'm in social situations? More. I haven't known you long, but my guess is yes. (laughs) Oh, look at that. Awkward silence already. (laughs) This is going great. I can tell all of you are getting pretty tired. I, this voice is starting to get kinda old. I could really <laughs> use a lozenge. <laughs> I, uh. Sorry, I only have elven lozenges. Oh uh, yeah, not interested. Not interested. Nothing but the best dwarven lozenges for me. <laughs> but I'll let you all rest your heads and, uh, you know, give you the week to really think about how you want to spend all your talents at level five. Oh!
2: What? Okay. Oh. oh! Okay. Oh. Oh, baby.
0: <laughs> Good night. Hanging out with dwarves. Woohoo! Oh.